<laughs> we'll just start off with how y'all doing, man. How y'all been holding up? This past week has been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot. <laughs> Yo, honestly, man, I've been I've been holding up as good as anybody else, I think. Yeah. Uh we're all going through a lot of different things right now with the whole post election vibe and everything like that. So it's just like this 2020 is the year of just anxiety. Like Chill. it's the year of anxiety. It's the year of like, like if you didn't have problems with anxiety before mm-hmm. this shit has, it, it'll ramp it up. Yeah. yeah. It will ramp it up. And especially yeah. this past week, Yeah, you know, like, um, I mean, I was reading uh, earlier today on a few different websites with regards to our current democracy, yeah. <laughs> like with everything that Trump is doing. And I, I, th- I still think a part of it is a lot just for show and just for him just to mess with people. But then there's a, there's a part of me, whether it's for show or not, um, in the future, when we have somebody else that comes down the road like this, who isn't just, you know, crying because they lost an election and pulling some dictator type ish. You know, versus no, I don't care if I lost the election. This is what I'm doing now. I'm not leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we're we're gonna get into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely gonna. Well, we want like first off, let's start. Um, um, because we wanted to start off with. Um, first, welcome everybody to the show. This is episode twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2020. Um, I'm glad that we got to episode twenty. I'm glad that this ain't a fucking eulogy we given to, to to democracy <laughs> but we do have to give a eulogy to somebody else and of yeah. course it's the boston bro shows and we, we would we would be remiss if we didn't mention um the passing of tommy heinsohn uh, yeah you know like um i really honestly like when they say like there's like there's no words it's like really there's really no words like we are we are boston sports fans and, and if you are a boston sports fan especially a celtic fan you can't like he's the voice in your head he's your conscience i was always a fan of the celtics mm-hmm. tommy turned me into a fanatic yeah yeah <laughs> like an asshole like yeah. now nah, okay what you said paul pierce is the truth yeah he is the, he truth. Is the greatest of all time i don't care what any of y'all said. Fuck- he did have a better career than Dwayne wade i don't see yeah, what the deal is yeah <laughs> He he like he he gave us our Homer like inner voice. Yeah. Our our Celtic conscience. Yeah. And like um and when he said like He made calling LeBron a crybaby mainstream. Mainstream. And like he and he made like really getting at the refs. <laughs> Like, really get We know referees' names because yes. of Tommy Heisen, yes. yo. <laughs> like, it's like people, I feel like people don't really even understand about, people really don't even know, like, those people you see on the front row of Celtics games, it's like the fans, the season ticket holders, man. Like, he gave them the go-ahead to really get down to really read that, like, those papers they give out at the beginning of the game with yep. the rosters, the refs. It's yep. like, who's reffing tonight? Yep. <laughs> You know what I mean? And they get at them the but whole game. But Vettas on tonight, we're winning. Yeah, but Vettas on fucking. They got names for nicknames for these rest. Like he, he really, he was our voice, man. Like yeah. this old white man. Yeah. This old white man, him and Mike, Mike, Mike Gorman. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like what was your like? Of course, my first ever with my with. Tommy was I love Walter. Yeah. Like yeah. this is early two thousands era of yeah. like. Of course, I started watching Celtics like ninety seven, ninety eight, mm-hmm. and like, but that's what really got me into the Celtics. Really like, and it got you into pushing for the person that's not the star. Mm-hmm. You know, got me into it really. Mm-hmm. 
Um, whether it's Walter McCarty or it's or it's <laughs> or Rick or when he's getting at me. Remember when Ricky Davis missed that dunk? Yeah. <laughs> Ricky, stop fooling around. Ricky, yo. He just, yo, oh, man. Like, he, like, from the Tommy points to, yeah. like I said, getting on the refs to, like. Calling it, out the NBA on their bullshit. Yeah, you know, like, he, like, you know, when when we hear the of these other, like, iconic announcers and stuff um, from all over the league um, as growing up, whether it's, like, um, um, Chick Hearns, yeah. or or like um, there's uh, like in so many sports, there's so many guys mm-hmm. and women um coming up, you know, and shout like out to Doris Burke. shout out to Doris Burke. She's um, for real. When we gonna start getting Abby Chen on the games, man? If she they lost her job apparently to to what they were saying last season. Yeah, a bunch of sports writers about to lose their jobs too. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 really it's really sad. Like you know, they say these shits come in threes, and it's like we lost um. We lost um, Alex Trebek. We lost Tommy Heinsohn, and we lost um, what's homie um, Trebek. Um, <laughs> we lost James Bond, man. Saturday night skits. Um, what's what's Connery. his name? Sean Connery. Like, whoa, careful, check. I don't think we should be paying homage to a man like Tom, like Sean Connery in today's era. Here we go. Watch the Barbara Walters interview. Yeah, everyone. watch the Barbara. <laughs> watch the Sean Connery Barbara Walters interview. They couldn't cancel him. It was too late. <laughs> it was too late. Nah, but seriously, uh, Tommy Heinz, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss the 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 camaraderie between him and Mike Gorman. Yeah, man. Um, him really knowing how to break down the game as well. Yeah. You know, him and Mike are just such a great, great, great team. Yeah. You know, they really are a great team. And you know, Tommy Heinsohn, I mean, we got YouTube. Use it. You know, yeah. go just go watch Tommy Heinsohn referee referee uh, rants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he's, yeah, man. He's every he he's everything. Like I like you know. It's like, you know, Bill Russell is to me the Celtics. He is yeah. the he is the body. Yeah. Um, um, Larry Bird is the skill, mm-hmm. and Tommy Heinsohn is the soul. He's yeah. the brain. He's the yeah. soul. It's like I want every Celtic player to play with Tommy Heinsohn in their ear. Yeah, you know, in their ear. Really talking about really going after it, diving on the ball, diving on the ground for the ball, like gritty play in defense. A great coach. Yeah, you know, and um, and he loved this. He like he loved every player, yeah. every player, every player that put on a Celtic uniform, and that's what like really introduced you into like what what like a fraternity is. It's like once you put on that uniform, you're a Celtic for life. I'm always gonna root for you, no matter where you go, you know. And it's like. Um, and that's why so many players, when they like, they have their idea of what of they, we won championships because of them. We, we won banner 18 because of them in a sense that like all these players have this idea of what Boston is, but once they get here, Mike Gorman and, and Tommy Heinsohn and all those people in the organization that have been here for years are the true, like person that indoctrinates them into Celtic culture and Celtic pride and yeah and our culture overall that makes them love it here you know people talk shit about Boston until they come here you know and then it's a different story and then they never want to leave unless you're Kyrie you know um or Gordon Hayward for that matter well for yeah but yeah okay, so, so I'm happy that Gordon wants out yeah so so shout out to him shout out to um rest in peace Mike Gorman um 
And we got, I know we try to. He's Tommy Heitzen. Oh, my bad, my bad. Don't put my that bad. type of, yeah, don't yeah. put that karma. Uh, yeah, I'll bleep, I'll bleep that out, actually, because that's bad karma. Um, rest in peace, Tommy Heinsohn. Um Yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. Um, so, um, on to even more annoying shit. What are you, what are you about to say? <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. I was just looking at you. Yeah, man. I mean, the re- the, the election. Let's get oh, okay. into word, like, word, the word, election. Word, word, yeah. First things first. We know we know who won or whatever, but like you believe you believe the media, you believe yeah. in everything the media, the lame the lamestream media, mainstream media. This is fake news, yo. Listen, this is what's dangerous about Trump. He actually does make valid points because there's you no know, there's certain things about our society that like technically speaking, he's right. Joe Biden hasn't officially won anything yet. This is sort of ceremonious stuff. Of course, but, Jeremy, of course, Jeremy starts off with you know what Hitler has some points. <laughs> That's what I'm Jeff, trying to no, say. I'm that's kidding. what makes them so I'm dangerous. No, no, no. no, no go ahead. Uh, but um, that's what really does make them so dangerous, though, because they'll make some points that are a little bit valid. There's a little bit of truth in it, right? But that truth is just a small nugget tucked into a whole ball of just a bullshit. bullshit. That's all yeah. it is. Because so, that's yeah. a, that's what that's what makes it viable. Exactly. Like that's what exactly. makes it viable. That's what makes it viable for their for their for his supporters to to um to repeat and and branch off of and and Front spread. Yeah, like, I mean, what first thing like? Let's talk about what we predicted. Yeah, yeah what we predicted, yeah. right? I remember what I versus predicted. what happened. Okay, what did you what did you predict that was that was right, and what did you predict that was absolutely way off that you oh. that you was I was dead wrong. Oh, I was dead wrong about the fact that Joe Biden would have a nice big early lead, mm. and the reason I was dead wrong about that because I was under the assumption of common sense that every state would pre count. Those votes. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the mail-in votes. Yeah. But then when you see that there were certain states that wanted to do that, but, you know, makes sense enough. You have to go through the legislature to get it done. And certain certain legislation, uh, certain uh, government bodies, specifically, specifically Republican ones, saying, no, they aren't going to let you um, count the votes early. They're not going to let you um, basically be organized and ready to go on election day so we can actually get results at the end of election night. Right. Like, really good certifiable results. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of going into the night where a lot of states, yeah, they called it, but they really only want, only like 85 to 88% counted and stuff like that. You know, but that was my, that was the first thing I was wrong uh, about. The Something that I was right about was Joe Biden winning. And yeah, I mean... And right about him winning in a landslide because mm-hmm. it's shaping up to be a land. I had a ridiculous number in mind, like ten million or something like that, double and then some of what happened last election will will suffice. Right. He's over five million votes right now. Yeah, ahead of ahead of uh, our current president. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was I was there. I was. Um, I also thought that most more states would have pre counted. Mm-hmm. I thought that. Because I I thought that I mean us coming from Massachusetts I mean we have a high expectation of government which we should not um, <laughs> in a sense of having a true plan I thought like yo listen the rule is we cannot start counting until election day so I thought that yo we're gonna have we're gonna start counting on at midnight yeah midnight yeah. T- Tuesday twelve a.m. Mm-hmm. that is when we have a whole team. That is going to be counting these votes before people even start voting at 7 a.m. Um, on physically voting at 7 a.m. 
So by the time the polls close at eight o'clock, all the numbers will be in. Um, well, you know how it'll roll in, but all the numbers will be in. Um, I thought that that's what would happen, or at least not only that, in the least, I thought that at at six, seven a.m. when when it started, it, then it would then you would start counting. You have one one poll watchers crew, da da da, da and then at six a.m. that's when they start counting. All a completely separate team is do is getting these done. That's way too much common sense in there. Checking way that's too much up. common sense. That's way too up. much. But at the end of the day, like. I'm glad this happened now. So four years from now, all these states are prepared. Mm-hmm. They're prepared for what the, for what what the like what early voting is really going to look like and the type of protocol they're going to have to make so this shit isn't drawn on. We still we still don't have Nevada's final numbers, which is insanity. Um, hmm. that's what yeah that's something I was wrong about. Um, I knew that it would it would go on for a while, but I thought that it would go on for a while only because like. Only because there would just be so many votes, not because they didn't even get started counting them bitches until the polls closed in those states. Yeah. Um, ne- nevertheless, I think what did I predict? What did I, did I say? I said I think I said I thought George, I thought Texas was gonna flip. Yeah, and you said you thought Florida was gonna flip. Yeah, and none of us had. Georgia, Georgia flipping. flipping no. None of us had Georgia Georgia flipping. Yeah, I, and, Florida, I know Florida was crazy, but I thought was, Florida was also crazy enough to turn Democratic. Right. Again. Yeah. Again, it's not yeah, like yeah. it's not like Georgia where it's like literally been 22 years or so. Yeah. Um, not even 22 years, more than that, 28 years. Mm-hmm. Texas, I mean, Florida flipped for Obama. Yeah. You know, so I thought that I like I like I didn't think it was gonna flip, but um I thought Texas would flip and, it, and early on it looked like shit was getting dicey. Yeah. Um for Trump in Texas, but you know, by the end of the night, by the end of election night, they knew nah, it's, yeah. it's a wrap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Trump got that. It, like we ain't there yet. You can't move to Dallas yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, chill out, exit the Zillow app. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Maybe in eight more years. Um, but what I was right, what I was right about, was most of the states in the blue wall mm. flipping. The Michigan, Wisconsin, Michigan, Wisconsin. I think I said Indiana, but Indiana did not flip. Um, in Ohio, I called Michigan and Wisconsin because those were the two ones I was hard on. I'm like, dog, the fact that they flipped in 2016 to Trump blew my mind. That was what really got me. I'm like, yeah. no, another four years because I think they, to me, they were, those were the two states that, to me, were playing around. Mm-hmm. They did not take 2016 seriously. They didn't think that that was going to happen after they went for Obama twice mm-hmm. in twenty in 2008 and 2012. I thought they thought, at this point, we're floating. We're blue. Mm-hmm. We're going blue. They didn't think—I don't, don't think Democrats still thought that they were such a, a flip state. Mm-hmm. And they learned the hard way. And I feel like they came out in, in 2020, obviously, to flip it back, yeah. to flip the switch back. Yeah. And um, that's the one thing I was right about. But at the end of the day, what the fuck do we know? <laughs> we don't know shit. Nobody knows shit. All we know is that fucking Trump lost. And that's the only thing that really matters. But I, I, No, I saw Arizona flipping because 
you know them fucking them them damn specials they be doing on CNN, nigga. That yeah. shit got me. Yeah. Because I watched a thing on on CNN about this couple uh. who were like in this town in this like the Phoenix the, the county that Phoenix is in, uh. and how many more people they moved into Phoenix after 2016, mm. and a lot of them were Democrats, mm. you know, and then. And it's their biggest county and all that shit. So that's what I was like. Oh, I I'm, I think Arizona might flip after you know, I watched yeah, that thing. Yeah, you know, and and it back, did. Yeah, reflecting back on the Joe Rogan podcast, he's mentioned that a lot too. Before he decided to go down to Texas, mm-hmm. he mentioned like Arizona's like it'd be another option too. Oh yeah, and a lot of people like from California, like yeah, yeah, they go to yeah. yeah. That's what it is. It's like California stretching out. Yes, they I are. I keep forgetting how close California is to Nevada. Yeah, and to and to Arizona. Yeah, they are. You know, because they're getting kicked out of the L.A. Yeah, <laughs> they're getting kicked up. out of L.A. Straight and the entire up, yeah. South, you know, San yep. Diego, all that, and they're yep. just moving to Arizona yep. and in Arizona, Nevada, in yep. New Mexico, and Texas now. In Texas, yeah, that's what um, again. That's why Texas numbers are rising, man. And yeah, the locals like the real Texans. Yeah, are not happy about this yeah. at all. At yeah. all, at all down there, you know. So, yeah, man, I am, yeah, so that's what, Um, but did, what was it, what state, out of all of them, which, which one surprised you the most? Was it, was it Georgia? Was it Pennsylvania? Was it, you know, I'll say this, the state that surprised me the most, that's the state I was, I, if I had put my money on, was going to flip was North Carolina. Yeah. I thought North Carolina was going to flip. Oh, <laughs> uh, you thought they were really going to go get Lindsay, because, huh? Because, because <laughs> be- Lindsay Grammy going nowhere. Dude, because, no, no that's no, South no, no, Carolina. No, that's South Carolina. That's yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, because the same way I look at those West Coast states that got so many people from the from the West Coast that moved there. Oh, you said surprise that flipped. That didn't. Wait. North I- Carolina went to Trump. Oh my goodness! See, that's last I I saw it. I thought North Carolina had gone to um to Biden. To Biden. Nah, okay. nah. Okay. North Carolina was the last was the last of like the five states that they were waiting on mm-hmm. that was that was going to Trump. Uh, they just didn't okay. announce it yet. Okay. That's why they were focused on Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona, and in Georgia. Yeah. Um, I was convinced. I thought because I know people that moved a, a lot of people that moved to, to North Carolina, and. And the level in the in the movements of the, of the people that I that I know, my close friends that that live in North Carolina, and seeing like the the energy that was heading towards the election mm-hmm. in their cities, in Durham, in Raleigh, in um Charlotte, all these cities in in North Carolina, I'm like, yo, but they of course they always told me, listen, like North Carolina is MAGA country, yeah, like they are loud and proud in North Carolina, but I I held it in my heart, I'm like, yo, but I feel like North Carolina because North Carolina went went. Obama before, yeah. so I'm like, you know, they have the power to flip. I that's I of course my like political prediction was like, oh, uh, Michigan and, and Wisconsin, but like in my heart, my ear to the ground, I know people that live there in North Carolina. I thought that it would flip, and it did not. And I'm not gonna forgive them niggas in North Carolina. <laughs> I'm never gonna forget it. Where did not take a personal check? No, yeah, I'm taking a personal. I was counting on y'all. You know what I mean, like. Now, the state that surprised me, though, was actually Michigan. I thought Trump was going to win it again. Listening to Michael Moore sound the alarm bells like he was in 2016, I was like, yo, this man knows. And even though Biden did win it, I think, how many did he finish it Finish it by? Um, His total electoral? Yeah. 
They don't have the no, tool. No, oh, tool. In, in, in Michigan, Michigan? I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up later sometime. Yeah. But to see that he finished out on top was a pleasant surprise. Because it had gone blue for a long time. And, I, like, there's so many things, different ways to look at this election, right? Mm-hmm. Is this an election, an indictment against Donald Trump, which I think it is? Or is it an indictment against, you know, Hillary Clinton for running such a poor campaign mm-hmm. back in 2016? Mm-hmm. Or, or... And they... And, 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 I pro, and, and that's the... Can I just say this one yeah. thing? Oh, on Tuesday... When Trump was, when, I'm, Democrats are pussies, <laughs> number one, because y'all, y'all, once again, y'all keep looking for confirmation bias. When Trump, when Biden was down by Tuesday night, mm-hmm. right, you should have seen the tweets. Oh, should have seen the tweets. Well, at least this confirms that, like, America really does hate women, and that's the reason why that that they didn't. You know what I mean? Mm. Or, or no, not it was that it was like it was vindicating, vindicating Hillary Clinton mm. in her campaign. Mm. They started celebrating early because they thought Biden was gonna lose. Mm. You know what I mean? So they, so, uh, so you would think that if you were a a, a a a a person that worked on Hillary's campaign or something, you're a Democrat, you'd want, of course, of course, you'd want Biden to win, and there is no moral victories. But for them, if Biden had lost, the moral victory was for them would have been that it wasn't on them. Mm. This loss in 2016 wasn't on them, and they, in and unfortunately, for them, Biden won, huh. and he won states that Hillary lost, yeah. and that Barack had won, yeah. So now we can point at 2016 mm-hmm. and really say, like, dog, no. It's not because you're a woman, because you wore a sh- you you ran a shitty campaign. Yeah. You didn't you didn't campaign in the states that you needed to, and you lost those states that we re- we then had to re-pick up in 2020. Mm-hmm. But I digress. I'm sorry. I cut you <laughs> off. Now, uh, well, the third option was um so the first option was it was an indictment against Hillary Clinton, or the second option was an indictment against um against uh, Donald Trump and people just wanting him out of the office, which is another point that I agree with as well. Or are we not giving Joe Biden enough credit for running a good campaign, mm-hmm. which I think is the least popular of those three options? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, man, I think it's like, I think it's all of it. Yeah. I think it's all of it. I think that people came in droves to get rid of Trump mm-hmm. primarily Number one, but also people came in droves to protect Trump. Mm-hmm. And then and then on top of that, Joe Biden, like, come on, Joe Biden. Where was Joe Biden's campaign up to the, like like up to like week right before the election? That's when they started kind of rolling out some good ads and shit like that. But his presence on social media his presence on it really, dog. This wasn't about Joe Biden. Yeah. It wasn't about Joe Biden. It wasn't about his campaign. Mm-hmm. Are you a viable Democrat? That, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. I think if it was Pete Buttigieg, we would have seen the same r- turnout. If it was, <laughs> if it was goddamn Amy Klobuchar, if it was goddamn, I don't think I don't like. I honestly, truly think it has zero to do with actually, actually it being Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Come on, he he got more votes than Barack Obama, man. He got more votes than any president, presidential candidate ever. I'm about to say, be careful, president elect, careful. sir. You're right. So right. January twentieth. You right. You right. What's a president elect? It's not even a real thing. Yeah. Media just made that up. Media just made it up. You're right. You're right. 
Um, I saw some ballots on the highway on my way over here. Just saying. <laughs> there's a number to call. <laughs> there, 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 there's a number to call. Yeah, we should call that number. Yo, they've been just sending dick pics to that, to that, <laughs> to the number, to the email. Like, I'm not going to because he's still president. So, like, fuck around and put me in a cage with them kids. You know what I mean? Yo, straight up. First order of business, Biden that day, yo. Free them damn kids, man. Ugh. Yeah. I Goodness. mean, Biden wants to reach across the aisle, man. What do you feel about these dem about the Dems coming out and saying next time the Dems reach across the aisle, the Republicans are gonna shank them for real, for yeah, real. straight yeah. up for real, for real. Yeah, I don't think the 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 political climate in this country and it's seeped down, and now it's truly seeped down to the individuals, like the actual voters mm -hmm. from the from the politicians that they've all chosen to represent them. It's like it's getting real, real in the streets out here. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the political climate is very, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, people on both sides, to me, like the extremes of both sides seem to be making their way mainstream in mm -hmm. a way. Yes, That I've definitely. never seen before. Yeah, it's definitely. And I'm not here to place blame, but all I know is I just know the sources it comes from. You know, the main sources it seems, it seems to come from is social media, man. Mm -hmm. I don't think enough people are really paying attention to... The is, world that gets created online. Is social media the 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 source or the microphone? I mean, or the loudspeaker? Can you wait as I ask that question? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it the source or the loudspeaker you said? Yes. I think it's both. No, no, it's not the source. It's it's the loudspeaker. It's the loudspeaker. The source is human nature. Mm-hmm. You know, but never in a way have hum human beings been able to be this connected before. Yes. You know, so we're seeing what the ramifications of that. Right. You know, and I think there's a reason why we're all so separated apart and there's distance and time, you know, be between us and everything else. Um, I think when you when you bring us too close together, it, it, it creates a lot of conflict. But we'll see what that conflict Turns out to be if if it, if it really is like true conflict at this point, you just stole a war war words for ninety nine percent of it. You know the other one percent is when certain people go out there and just take drastic, ridiculous actions. Yeah. Given that, you can't blame it just on social media. Yeah, that was a psychopath with a gun who happened to get, you yeah. know, yeah, enraged on social media. Media right. that easily could have been done through you know watching an infomercial or something. Yeah, I mean, also a thing a thing I forgot about to mention about the thing that we were right about mm -hmm. is that them MAGA niggas are pussy, man. <laughs> They're pussy. We predict, we were like, yo, what will be worse? What's, what's going to be worse in the street if Biden loses or yeah. if Trump loses? And yeah. we're like, if Biden loses, if Biden loses, yeah. If Trump, look at what Trump lost yeah, and what them niggas do. Fucking nuts, bro. Count the vote. Yeah. Count the vote. Stop the vote. <laughs> they don't, they're not even on fucking, they're not even in unison. They can't even chant in unison. Yeah, have you guys ever read about that? That was the saddest shit I've ever seen in my life. That's what I said. Like, they're pussy. Like, <laughs> they talk a bunch of shit, but they're not about nothing. Yeah. They're yeah. not about nothing. They, they got all their guns, all their flags, all their this, all their that. And, and what does it amount to? It's all talk. It's all talk. Motherfuckers showing up with AKs, SKs, all types of shit. When and bust a grape in a fruit Stop fight. It. Stop it. Stop it. Nah, the lefties in this country are fucking wild. They're the wild ones. I'm worried about Antifa. That's what I'm worried about. Them niggas like... They're not fucking around. They're not fucking around. They're not fucking around. 
And other motherfuckers fucking around. No, sir. And them niggas, ain't, they ain't got no guns. They just got crowbars and fucking <laughs> butterfly knives. And it's like on some Joker shit. Like, see what I could do with a little gasoline and, <laughs> and some gunpowder? Like, that's that's Antifa. Oh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's like, um, to answer your, to, like, to go off of what you said about, like, um, about, like, how you said, yeah, like, I mean, this shit, we, we've seen... The people that are on the fringe, the wild right wing radicals versus the leftist freaking Antifa, anti-fascist um, movement, super progressive socialists, they have like moved into they have moved into the forefront. Mm-hmm. And and this is our generation getting a real good look at what it's like, the infighting within parties. Yeah. You know, like. If you didn't know, if you didn't know that the Democrat, you, if you think the Democratic or, or Republican Party are all just like people love the love um, to use this word a lot this this past week monolith. If you thought they were <laughs> big word, yeah, big you man. you big man, big, big man. man. <laughs> um, you um, you are you're mistaken. You're mistaken. These these, <laughs> yo. The Bidens and Kamalas of the world hate the AOCs of the world. Yeah. They hate them. Yeah. AOC is Bernie's child. Squad. AOC and Presley and Tlaib and Omar and all of them, they cannot wait to get them out of here yeah. and to get some moderate Democrats in there. I'm not even saying, I mean, AOC is way too far to, to, the, to one side. Mm-hmm. Presley ain't that far down mm-hmm. or... or Omar or Talib aren't that far down, but I mean Talib is about it. I don't yeah. whatever. Yo, listen, if there's any of them, any of them that I'm down with, it's Talib because yeah. she gets busy. Yeah. Go, go do your homework. Yeah. Go yeah. see her at that last at the, at that Trump at that Trump. Straight um, out of Minnesota. Straight out of yeah, straight out of Minnesota. Is she Minnesota? Yeah. Or is she Michigan or Wisconsin? No, no, no. Omar is. Omar is Minnesota. Is Minnesota? Is Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Talib is. I want to say Wisconsin. I want to say Wisconsin. I think so. Man, all those states are the same. Uh, but um, you, you forget that. You'll, you'll never go there. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, now we got to give them some respect. Now yeah, we got. We I was yeah, t- we now we have to give Georgia respect. We always have respect for Georgia. It is what yeah, it is. but I was to clown them. Let's not get this twisted though. Again, this is a rebuke of Trump. It is. Like Georgia's still Republican, yeah. and. However, I do feel that Georgia is going to go blue in the Senate races as well, though, when they do their runoff. Uh, oh, yeah, because, yeah. oh, yeah, and we have to, of course, do a special shout-out to Stacey Abrams mm. because she is the queen. The queen. That delivered us Georgia. Yeah. And she will deliver us from evil mm. no matter where <laughs> she goes. <laughs> I don't know wh- whether her next step is going to be run for governor of Georgia again whether it's going to be a run for a Senate seat in two years or yeah, it's going to be secret, um, um, Secretary of State or whether it's head of the R- of the DNC. I don't know where she's going, but wherever she's going, she's going to deliver us. I believe in her. That head of the DNC is going to be very, very crazy because I still don't know where, where does she stand in terms of policies, though. I don't know. I ain't from Georgia. Is she, no. Kamala can't? Is she, is she a Biden Kamala Democrat? Um, mm, I feel like she's an Elizabeth Warren Democrat. Mm. I think that she's like, 
I feel like she's in the middle. Mm. She ain't she ain't moderate, mm-hmm. but she ain't progressive. Mm-hmm. I'm not progressive, you know what I mean? Not she's not like radical left. Yeah. Um I would say she's in in the middle. I think she yeah, I feel like she's like Elizabeth Warren, Ayanna Presley type, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like if anything if anything that she's not, she's not AOC. She's not Bernie. Mm-hmm. If anything that she's not. Yeah. So if I had to put her on one side, I would, yeah, I would, you'd have to put her on the Biden side. Um, yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, man. I, I'm, and, and also, we talked about whether we thought Trump would concede, whether he's, would he would concede that night or whether he would do exactly what the fuck he's doing right now. And we, and we see it. We see it. This dude is not going to concede. He's going to drag this shit as drag this shit as long as he as he can. Which is I don't know, it's just such an odd space to be in. Yeah. You know? Like this just so again, this is fucking 2020, man. Yeah. Just such so many oddities and like things going on where I'm just like what the fuck what's what's going on? Because it's it's stuff that we we're talking about this, you know, off air like a few days ago like like the things we've lived through in our lifetimes, you know, let's just say just since 2000 alone, you know, you have 9-11, mm-hmm. you have all the good and the bad stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You got 9-11, you have our first black president. Our first, you have, our first woman, black vice president, woman vice black president, woman. black vice president, South our first Asian celebrity black. president. Celebr- <laughs> well, first, well, I mean, Reagan was a celebrity, yeah, as they well, say. As they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he wasn't our era. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. in the last 20 years. He wasn't like... Um, like, we've seen a lot of wild shit, man. We've seen a lot of wild shit. We've seen... We saw a pope quit. Quit. He quit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. He quit. And he's still alive to this day. Which really makes me wonder to this day. How demanding is that job, though? Yo, I don't... It's a lifetime of... Po- he quit. I don't think people understand that. <laughs> he quit. Anyways, yeah. um, yeah, we've seen a lot of wild shit, but you, you were saying. Yeah, nah, just being here in, in 2020, just a lot of craziness. So this guy holding out and not conceding. And again, it, it, it isn't the actual conceding part. It's the stuff that his campaign is now actively, deliberately doing mm-hmm. to hamstring the president-elect. Yeah. You know, like Joe Biden was getting, you know, daily reports daily national security reports of some kind every day leading up until the election. I guess that's something that happens just when you're just when you've won the primaries, you mm-hmm. automatically get that. Well, I thought it was just because he's a former vice president. He's usually, so he just gets it, you know, mm-hmm. but no, if you're a candidate, Joe Schmo and you're the, you're the candidate, you start getting daily, daily reports, national security reports. And he was getting them up until the day he won the election. And even that they, they cut him off from that. You know, Trump's out here telling all different types of federal agencies, like, look, you're not even you're not even to communicate with the Biden campaign. You know, telling mm. them to start preparing for next year. You got Pom- you got Pompeo out here, out here like playing funny and shit. Like, hey, we're ready to transition to the second Trump presidency. Like, what? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That's again. It's like the rhetoric is just like, okay, if they're getting people hype out here. You know, and they're and they're heavily misled on the hype on their side. 
you know, in terms of the reality of the situation. But it's 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 an odd place to be in, man. Yeah. It's an odd, odd place to be in. Odd times. Odd times. And this is just setting the stage for how it's going to be for a while. Because the rhetoric ain't going to go down, you know. It, it's it's going to go up. That shit just really made me sad. It's like, fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, like, like this isn't going to... Like, this is just... What, Ultimate, what the what the what the what the Republicans are about to try and do going mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. is like like we've had the discussions we've had the discussions about like quickly after like yo do you think they'll run Trump again do oh, you think that he, did, did, you know it what isn't mean? up to them it's and, up to him and he's gonna run again right you know it's like oh yeah and it's like yeah will they run Trump again or will he try to yeah. Um, and it's like um, Party's his man Yeah and it's like I, You know the, the thing that really hit me Was when like I told you about Like like it was like The day after the election or A couple of days after I think it was like Sunday morning When somebody was like Yo listen This was after like All the news sources Are like pronounced that Yo listen Joe Biden is one He's gonna be the next president And it was like Yo Understand that Yo listen Now the Republicans Have the formula The next person that they put up on that stage it is not going to be as stupid as Trump. It's not going to be as dumb. They're not going to have such a dumb, um, such a, a, a dumb ass um, cabinet. They're not going to, no, they're going to have the fucking, and I said to Jeremy, it's like when you watch Logan, you remember Logan, Alec? <laughs> and like, you see like there was Wolverine, right? And then they made a Wolverine. And he had none of the thing, none of the, he wasn't held back in any way. He was fucking just uber, uber aggressive Wolverine that they created in a lab. You feel me? And I feel like that's what the Republicans are going to run in 2016. It's like, yeah, like, I mean, 2024, like, do you want to run Trump again? Because here's the thing. The Republican Party is still a party. Yeah, he runs the party, but, dog, that shit is still party. If they want to fucking dirty Trump, sour Trump in the next four years, they they know how to do it. Mm. But the thing It's is, an evil world we live in. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, nah, he hit one of the things by accident, but it was on... It was like, it's an evil world we live in. Um, <laughs> how fucking appropriate was that? Anyway, um, but um, he was like... like yeah, if they wanted to run him again, it's like, yeah, you run the chance of, you run the chance of, of um, losing again to Biden again, which I don't think is going to happen. He's like, come on, he's 88, he's going to be 88 years old when he gets inaugurated. In 2024, he'll be fucking, you know what I mean? Like, come on, no, he's not going to, he's not going to run again in 2024. He ain't running shit. So it's probably going to be Kamala. You know what I mean? It's probably going to be Kamala with somebody else ticket. And do you want to run it again and have these people having three more years of of what Biden brought that 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 um that team brought to the country, bring it back from corona, bring it back from fuck the economy, back to work, back to you know, all the potential good things that could happen and then you're running Trump again. The person that literally there has never been a bigger margin of loss, even though you did get the most, you did get a lot of votes, 70 million. But are you going to reinvigorate this now new, new 
And mind you, all those kids that were 14 years old when this shit happened, Alec, I mean, our niece, our net to our nephew and niece by 20, 2024 happens, they will be able to vote. Chris and Naomi will be able to vote mm. by the next, you know, and that's even more people that are going to be able to vote now versus running somebody new that uh, a fucking politician you've created in the lab to run in 2024. And we're going to get you those same 70 million that voted for Trump. And because he knows how to do it, he's going to have, he's going to have the charisma. He's going to have the looks. He's going to have the, 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 the ability. He's not going to disrespect people. The way that Trump disrespected all the people in Arizona. But then he's not going to get... The, that's the thing. I think... I know where you're going, but, but, but what I'm saying done. is... But the thing is, is he's going to run under the... He's going to run under the MAGA wing. Think of it this way. Mm. If you're Trump, I don't need to be president again. Mm. I can find the next president. Yeah. That's my, my thing. So you're looking at MAGA or, like Trump a Trump or then. the RNC, we're going to find the next dude mm. that's going to run this shit for eight years. And we're going to get, and Trump is going to be behind him because all tr all they need is for Trump to get behind him. Okay. So, okay, so I see what you mean now. That's different. So, at the end of the day, they still need Trump to co-sign that. They need Trump to co-sign. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Now, I thought you were talking about, okay, they're going to do it separate from Trump because that's Oh, like a, like a coup, like get yeah. him out of here. Yeah. But yeah. no, I think, yeah. I think that, I mean, they could do that, but I think that they are going to convince Trump we are going to be way stronger. Yeah. This way. And dog, we know you're in charge. Yeah. We know this is your guy. Yeah. And you're going to be able to do all the shit that you that you ever wanted to do. You're going to do all the underhanded shit, run your billions up, and you don't have to be president no more. You already were president. Your picture's up there no matter what. Yeah. They can't take that down. You always will be referred to as President Trump for the rest of your life. So it's like, why do I need to run again? I did lose. I lost. Even if I came back and won again, they still are going to say I lost yeah. at some point. So it's like the state is already there. <laughs> That's so, so fucked up, too. Like, seeing, seeing everybody on the left, like, spiking the football and shit, uh, calling him a loser all oh, the time. Yeah. And everything. On one hand, I get it. It's like people trying to, trying to you know, you know, it's four years of Trump. This, like I said, he's changed the rhetoric. He's, he's brought in so much of the worst out of so many people mm -hmm. you know because he's created this type of dialogue where it's like you have to be aggressive now yeah you know you have to be a little louder you have to be a little bit more forceful and less open-minded and it's just bad for everybody mm -hmm. because it's all running off of emotions mm -hmm. it's all of it's just triggers 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 yep. like when you watch his camp his campaign rallies now he like a b tests the audience you know yep. let me say this wild shit see how they react yep. uh that's a little pa too pause for pause, pause for, for a reaction. second and you'll see literally see him pause yeah, he leans back he looks around oh they like it yeah the mexicans uh they're gonna Build the wall and pay for it. Lean back. Murderers and rapists. Oh, oh, y'all like that, huh? Oh, yeah. Y'all like that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Like we said. Lock her up, lock her up. Oh, they're chanting that? Uh, okay, yeah. now we got our chant. Like I said, we have our first WWE president. Man. Yeah. That's what it was. But those skills, like real talk, like all kidding aside, those are real skills that matter. They matter. And they prove to matter yep. in this election. You know, this election and the one that he won back in 2016. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, man, enough Trump's about. Trump's a wild boy, though, man. Trump's a wild boy. Yes, he, he is wild as these NBA young boys out here, though. 
But they ain't fucking around. But <laughs> yes, um, um, we gonna get. Please, please. But but not but. <laughs> Additionally, the last thing on Trump yeah. since he's up out of here. Yeah. Let's celebrate. We did it. We did it, right? <laughs> Trump is up out of here. Alec can breathe now. You know what I mean? Fuck this nigga. But yo, like I, I tweeted this other day. I said like, yo, now can we finally laugh at Sleepy Joe? Yes. Sleepy Joe is hilarious. Hey, yo, online, let me know if I can rock my MAGA hat. Check no. Check it out, I can't. No. Why can't I rock it ironically now? No, I told you. It's it's not ironic. It's not ironic at all. Even different iterations. I hated when when they did it for Breonna Taylor, nigga. Press <laughs> ratio is 10 out of 10. You cannot wear a red, not even a red hat. A red hat gets you like. Make sure you don't say that to a blood, though. Make sure you don't say that to a blood. I'm on the, I'm on the East Coast, baby. I ain't oh, worried yeah? about that. Oh, word? All right. All right. They'll probably press you before me. For what? Press ratio zero out of ten with me in every block. block I oh yeah, in. you got it. You get in every hood. I'm good in every. You got to pass. I got to pass everywhere. I go. Yeah, you Switzerland. Got to pass everywhere. All right. I'm rolling Switzerland, dog. All right. When they listen, when them when, when one of them NBA diplomatic young diplomatic immunity. Yeah. You know, the yeah. When one of diplomatic them, immunity. When one of them NBA young boys come for you, my nigga, I ain't gonna be. That's different. Them NBA <laughs> young boys, them dudes, those, those are like the sovereign citizens. Yeah. You know what I mean, the rules don't apply to them. They because don't. They do not partake in any of yeah. the rules of engagement. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. And they'll tell you that. Nope. You all hey, you all rappers, you shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. You all heads out there and you shut the fuck up. Yeah. Y'all get touched. So yo, Y'all get touched. Yeah. Rashad. <laughs> yes. Rashad. <laughs> but yeah, what Jeremy's talking about is like, is this first off your R.I.P. to King Vaughn? I don't I didn't, King Vaughn. I didn't listen to his music. I didn't yeah. know much about him. Did you, Alec, did you know about him? No, I never knew about him to be honest. Yeah, did you, Jay? I knew about him vaguely. Um, I knew he was out of Chicago, and I knew he was out of like that drill scene, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, somewhat drill scene, but out of the Chicago scene and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, look at he's, he's so young, like he he. he I don't you think said twenty? Twenty? He ain't even dropping out Twenty one? I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. Just you're real, real young. Yeah, it was new to me. New to me. Like I said, all them young, young boys. I'm just hearing about them this year, and then they end up dying. Yeah. Like, so legit, me learning, same thing, me learning about Pop, I learned about Pop Smoke maybe two months before he died. Yeah. He died, and that's when I ended up listening to Pop Smoke. Yeah. And I realized, and watching interviews with Pop Smoke, and I'm like, yo, this kid had it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it was, he had it. He was here to take out drink. <laughs> Pop Smoke was here to take out drink. So that's what New York rappers are good for now. New York rappers, <laughs> they're good for two things now. Taking out the top rapper who ain't from New York... <laughs> or taping or taking out the top thing that that everyone's loving that ain't from New York. The hottest thing on the hip hop scene, like what what like with what Jay Z did with try to do with um with um, auto tune with auto tune. Yeah, Jay Z you know? tried. He tried. You know, whatever is popping that's that's popping on the hip hop scene that ain't out of New York. New York comes out here to kill that shit. Yeah, straight up and, and pop that, smoke. And then was they constructed and then to <laughs> take out Drake. Dog. It was gonna be bad. And then they and then they bad. and then they either go to jail or they you never hear, hear from them again. To yeah. be honest, yeah, musically because the streets um, get them. Yeah, they, they're really of the fucking streets. They're here for one thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it's yeah, like we're talking about like this slew of of violence of like. Against these rappers, we talk about King Vaughn, um, God rest his soul. And then what was the other dude's name? The singer, Alec, the dude from Atlanta, Mo Mo Three, Mo Three, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, a really, yeah. really talented, I really, really talented interviews, yeah, yeah, great talented singer 
who apparently was murdered like a couple days ago. And it's like, and it's just like, yo, listen, man. And the reason why we're talking about it is like, listen, at this point, I'm 31. I'm an old head at this point. To these kids, I'm an old head. All I'm trying to do is make sure these kids is all right. Yo, mind your own business, old make man. Make sure they're being safe. That's what I'm saying. You need to mind your own goddamn because business, I'm man. I'm not speaking on their business. <laughs> what you speaking not, on? If, yes, you are speaking on no, their business, I, dog. I, right I, wish, I wish them well. Doing that old head, you don't wish me nothing, dog. Don't wish me nothing. You stepped off. And that's how they be, though. Yeah, that's... Don't, yo, when they tell you to step the fuck off, step the fuck off. Right. Step Stop off, fuck. Grandpa. Pop you. You know what I mean? Like Keisha. <laughs> Like it's no, it's serious. Yeah, it's serious they're man. not, they're not fucking around. These kids don't care about nothing. They don't care about nothing. Like we talk about, like it's twenty twenty. This cameras everywhere. Like, I, <laughs> like I told y'all, like I told y'all in the, in the text, like yo, this cameras everywhere. Y'all thought that these shootings and stuff would go down? Nah, no. Now nah. we're just seeing people getting clapped on camera. Clapped that's the on only camera. thing that changed. Yep. That's the only thing that's changed. And the worst and holding the camera is the person doing the clapping too. Yeah, like they posting around. Yeah, I'm doing this shit. I'm about to go shoot this motherfucker's crib right now on Facebook Live. Let's go. Yeah. And they're doing it. 20 year olds doing life. 19, 18 year olds doing life. 17 year olds doing life. Getting caught on camera. Shooting people on live. On IG Live. Yeah. On Facebook Live. Yeah. Twitter Live. It's 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 really, really scary and that's the thing that's what social media is though social media is like like i said earlier like it's not so much the source it's really just a mirror yeah it's a mirror these things were happening regardless regardless all this was happening before we would just weren't seeing it like unless you were on certain websites that had that stuff now it's just mainstream shit yeah part of our everyday conversation twitter is is live leak now twitter twitter's world star twitter's live leak Mm -hmm. You know, like Twitter steak and cheese. Yeah, tw- yo, I, yo, I mentioned that to somebody the other day, and they're like, "What's steak and cheese?" And then I said it to somebody else. They're like, "Yo, steak and cheese." Do you know what steak and cheese was, Alec? I'm assuming you're not talking about the, the sub or the sandwich. No, no nobody, no, no, sir, nobody. No, steak sir. and cheese was a website. It was the website yeah. for like all the. X X X X X yeah. rated shit, yeah. and I'm not talking about porn. Yeah, I'm talking about oh, you wanna you wanna you wanna <laughs> you wanna be, see a dead you body? You wanna see a dead body? <laughs> you wanna see your first beheading? Yeah. You wanna see your yeah. first person get run over by a train? Yeah. You wanna see yo? We first, were some wanna see, sick wanna shit. Wanna see a cow get electrocuted? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that was a show. I said, Ben, yo, I want to watch motherfuckers get electrocuted. Yeah. Shit get electrocuted, yo. Zoom. Like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, yo. And you realize shit does not look like how it does in the movies. <laughs> There's a lot less blood and a lot more trauma. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, way, it's way less dramatic. It's way less... Uh, a lot more sad. Yeah, there's no whimsy yeah, there's there, buddy. There's nothing whimsical about this. No. Ooh, I got this, a little electrocution there. Seeing this dude get no, electrocuted no, 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 no. in fucking Bangladesh oh. and then fall 60 feet to the ground. And, it, and the sound, the sound when the body hits the floor. Yeah. It doesn't cut away. <laughs> it doesn't cut away the black nigga. That shit is... Yeah. And you bounce, and you bounce. Yes, you bounce. Yeah. Um, never, <laughs> but no, <laughs> but all these things that we've seen like get caught on camera, bro. It's yeah. just a, it's a lot, bro. Yeah. 
I, yo, I don't. That's why I say these older dudes, and it's not our generation. Yeah, it's not our generation. Yeah. The we're, thirty we're year olds, thirty to thirty five year olds, we ain't saying nothing. nothing we're, we're not saying nothing because we understand yeah. the the dudes that are forty plus yeah. that did not grow up with internet in their phone. Yeah, did not grow up with. Yeah. You are not on the type of time these young kids yeah. are on. You are not. Yeah. You are not. You do not understand. We understand. Yeah. That's why we're staying the fuck up out of it. The young man, the young man from Georgia, <laughs> the young, the young man from Chicago are having some issues right now. They're telling all of us to shut the fuck up and mind our business. And mm -hmm. I think we should just pay respect to those two young men. Yes. And all the other young men out there. Yeah. T.I. gonna say, don't yo, don't come down to Atlanta with your management speaking. Management? Niggas, this one was you management. Okay, let me though. speak to the manager. Let me speak to the manager. Yo, don't play with these kids, bro. <laughs> That's why I'm like, from like I said, from the TIs the to the Princes. J Princes. Yo, listen, I understand. I understand that you get all respect, due respect with all due respect. All, almost respect. All the most respect. respect but yo, respect, man. don't try these kids, man. These kids is up to something. Like They don't care about nothing. It's like... The photo didn't shock me, but what shocked me was like seeing it on, on the internet, even though we were just talking about wild shit we see on the internet. But the body of King Vaughn. Yeah. You know? And And that's shit now you just can't even avoid. Yeah. Like if you're on the internet, yeah, boom, somebody's gonna fucking take a picture of yeah. his of his fucking like disrespectfully take a picture of our body and put us up, post it on the internet. Like and when I tell you these these young kids don't care about nothing, who what age do you think of the person that put the the put the post to the other body in the morgue? They don't care about nothing. There's people that took pictures of Kobe's body. Yeah. The cops that I think. Yeah, yeah. the cops. Like yeah. and they and there's in those pictures are those pictures that's literally scared me. Mm -hmm. It scared me to know that those pictures are circulating. Mm -hmm. In one day, they're gonna circulate right out. Yeah. Onto your page. Yeah. Onto your feed. And that's the sick era that we in. And it's like Um, yeah, that's the area that we in. And listen, man, like I said, we just got to mentor these kids, look out for these kids, like try to change the society that we're in. You can do that. <laughs> I'm going to go my own motherfucking business like they told me to. Right. Tell y'all, man, these kids told you they don't need no motherfucking advice, man. Let them learn on their own, man. I'm not trying to. We I'm get not. Pop too. Listen. <laughs> Put two hot ones in you. Yeah. You 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 all have for real, dog. I'm not older than you. You be more, more old head than me. I'm not talking. Listen, I'm not trying I'm to. Not even, I'm not even saying hot of them boys. I'm tipping my cap. And no, I'm, my not, I'm not trying to. Listen, I'm not trying to talk to them. You right. Because I did say. And mentor them, advise them. <laughs> advise. Listen, all, but I mean, I'm trying to mentor them and advise them before they become that. We trying to make sure that they get the proper funding in their schools, get the proper everything, yeah. so they don't resort to the streets yeah. and then get indoctrinated into that, and then end up on end up two people being dead, another two that are going to prison. That's four families that have all lost sons. You know. Yeah. And. And I know that, like, in, usually we don't keep that perspective because we think of it in a sense of we always think of things as victim and perpetrator, mm -hmm. victim and criminal. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, in such scenarios like this, those could have went either way. Yeah, They could have been either way. It could have been King Vaughn going to prison for murder. Mm -hmm. Or it could have been King Vaughn being murdered. Yeah. You know what I mean? And vice versa. So all of these families, because they're all entrenched in this in this shit, 
they all the families all are victims yeah. all of them and it's just sad man it's sad yeah kidding aside it, it is sad as fuck and but it's 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 such a part of just human nature right that the human nature to to address conflict in a certain kind of way whether when it, when it gets to that point of like violence the thing that just strikes me about it is the the lack of respect for just life yeah you know and so when we say these young kids don't give a fuck that's what we really mean they don't give a fuck about life yeah you know yeah. and where where's that seed coming from yeah you know cuz you talk about kids that have been like that their whole life too yeah. This isn't just, oh, I just turned 19, 20, so now fuck it. No, they've been saying fuck no. it for as long as they've been able to say fuck it. Yeah, because life has shown that it doesn't give a shit about them their entire lives. Yeah. So the fuck I'm going to give a shit about it or this next man? I'm just trying to get it how I live, and li and, and they already have a mindset that I'm not going to live long. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? So it's like all of this, the same, the level of, of inch feet on the ground, groundedness that we, that a lot of adults have at this point, it don't exist with them. There's a reason why, literally, when they say you're never going to make it to 25, you know why? Because 25 for a black man, the numbers that you, the, the likelihood that you're going to go to prison or be killed drop dramatically after the age 25. Because by that time, guess what's happened? Your brain is fully formed. You've actually probably been able to see the, the world a little bit more. You probably, all, all these things that, that go into adulthood. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, you see these kids. So crazy. It's like being 35 now, it's like, bro, I remember the last year of my bullshit thinking was like 24. Yeah. 24 and 25. 23, 24, 25. Those are the last years of my nonsense. Shit. After that, I was like, no, more concrete. Yeah. This is what life's Things slow down. Shit slows, the, the game slows down. It's, yeah. it's like talking like a veteran. Yeah, in the game. Right? Yeah. Veteran in the game. The game slows down for you. You The game comes to you now. Yeah, the game. You know? yeah. I'm going to take, take what the game gives me. I'm going to take, take what the, the defense game, gives yeah, me. I'm, gonna get, I'm still going to get my 20, 25, but smoother now. Yeah. Smoother. I'm not going to get 25 jacking up 10 threes. Nah. I'm not going to, like, no, I'm, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to get three layups, yep. two threes, and I'm going to get to the line five times. Yep. And so I'm still I, and, the room. And I'm an all star now. That's it. I'm an all star every year. That's it. Um, I'm in the tracksuit, baby. Yeah. That's what we do now. So we do. So we do. You know. But um, it's <laughs> so what I do. Yeah. Watch that Obama video. <laughs> yeah, it's what I do. That's when I knew we were gonna win the election. That's when I knew. That's when my energy started like to go up. To started like, you know, um, but yeah. Before we stick to before we go to sports. I was about to say, hey, what, what's going on? Yeah, dog. That PS5 and the Xbox drop. Yo, I uh, am so disinterested in both these new consoles. Because you're 35. But I need them, though. <laughs> they need to be in the crib. They need to be in the crib. Alec, what's the, what's, yes. Bare what's, minimum aesthetic-wise. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's the word on the streets, Alec? What's the word on the on the gaming streets on the PS5 and the Xbox? Like, Um... Well, I know a lot of people had them pre-ordered already, mm -hmm. and it seems like people are getting what they are getting their orders on time. Yeah. Um, before I thought that a lot of shit was gonna be delayed. Yeah. To be honest, but yeah, it seems like Sony somehow is pulling it out of their ass and, and getting everybody the consoles. Yeah. Um, I know there was like a, a like a meme or like a trend of people 
faking that their new Xbox was smoking a lot. Yeah. Like a vape. Oh, so was was that was that fake? Yeah, yeah. That was fake. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they use like a vape or whatever the fuck, but yeah, yeah new consoles are out. Um, I'm not really too like. I want the PS5, but I'm not too pumped for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really going to be that much of a leap forward in terms of like graphics and, and, and frames per second, which a lot of people love and shit like that. Well, for some for some games, it'll be pretty drastic. But um, yeah, PS5, new Xbox, new Xbox is out. There's two versions for the PS5. I think one is 400 and the other one is 300. The digital version is 300, which means there's no... Um, disc drive. Disc drive, yeah, yeah. so... You conscious are out, dog. Get them while you can. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm like. I'm. Yeah. I'm there. Like I. You know, life is fucking funny, man. It's always like that. It's like when you're younger, and you fiend for shit. You ain't got. When you're younger, you got no money, and you fiend for shit. Mm-hmm. You know. And then when you're older and you got the money, like you have all the time when you're younger, but you got no money. Yeah. And then when you're older, you got the money, and you ain't got no time. Yep. You know, and it's like I barely play the PS4. No, I have I've had Ghost of Tsushima for three months. <laughs> for three months, I'm still on like the first epilogue. Like I'm still on like barely touch. It. I'm barely I barely touch it, even though I love the game. It's not a commentary on the game. It's not a commentary. No, it's a commentary on me and how washed I am. Like. Yeah, babe. Take it easy on yourself, bro. No, Shit. no, because because it's <laughs> fucked up. Because when I play, it's the same like when you play 2K, right? Yeah. You play it to like unwind. Yeah. Because yeah. I sometimes you just need to get your mind off yeah. of everything that's yep. going on, yep. and it's like, and I played it today, and it gave me that, and I know that it gives me that, but I'm like, but even still, when I know that, I have something there that can help me just relax. Mm. I still don't go to it. Mm-hmm. I still don't. You know, because you're blocked. Yeah, I'm blocked. Yeah, it's like blocked, it's man. like it's like you watching your favorite show, mm-hmm. a show you really like, and you. But why haven't I finished season four of Fargo? Yeah, I really liked the first three episodes. Why yeah. didn't I go back to it? Yeah. It's like it's constant. I don't know what it is, man. But it goes back to the point you were making about the time. Yeah, it's like you don't have the time because you have these other things that just take up blocks of it, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, and that's and then it, then that's what it just boils down to. There's only so many hours in the day that you can be doing shit. And then with those so many hours, there's a whole host of different things that you would love to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you do your best in those moments to find that thing. Okay, in this moment, this is what's best for me right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to get into, you know, that back into Fargo again. But there's a playoff game on tonight. Yeah. So it can't be tonight. And tomorrow is date night with the boo. Yep. And you yep. got a girlfriend and, yeah, yeah. and you got a wife and yeah, like. And you got kids. And you got kids. Yo, I, I really, th- I thought about that today. I'm like. Off topic. Shout out to all the parents out there struggling with their kids at home. When these kids should be in school. Shit's real in the streets out here. Yeah. My my friends who all, me being one of the gentlemen where I'm a rare breed amongst my friends who don't have kids yet. Shit's real in the field out here, man. Mm-hmm. They are, they're coping. But they're not all right. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They're not. Just a quick shout out to them. But go yeah. ahead, bro. Um, yeah, I thought about that. Like, when I'm like, yo, like, when I have kids, like, fam, how will I find time? Yeah. How? How do you have a wife? Number one, when you live with your spouse, it's it's you're t- it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough to find time to play video games without her low-key upset. You know what I mean? Or high key in some scenarios. 
But then on top of that, like truly, if you have children, how the fuck do you like find time? How do you do that? You know, and it's it's really nuts and it's really sad. It really like makes me down. Like, damn, like that life really might be over for me. <laughs> like for real. Well, embrace the new life you have, dog. That's your problem, man. Them it's- kids ain't fun. <laughs> Them kids ain't as fun as Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Them kids ain't gonna oh, get. Jack. Them kids ain't gonna help me fucking score fifty and two k, <laughs> win a championship. You know. So, but yeah, man. I um, and I was super surprised. Like, so I looked at. So it was like the. The digital PlayStation is four hundred. Is four hundred. The one with the disc is five. And, the thing that like, I only know this because I just because I just looked, um. I thought it was four and three. Is it four, and four? I thought it was four and five. Um, it might be four and five. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, I think because I know that I know the digital one is three ninety nine ninety nine because I looked at it because like they said because they released on um on some site last night at twelve and um and yo okay this is a, I'm gonna get into this whole conversation. The thing that let me know where it was getting distributed right is a thing that I, is a is an app is a is the thing that I, that I follow for sneakers, okay? Because <laughs> we're gonna get a, into a whole another conversation. That's why I really wanted to talk about the PS5. Um, it was a it was an app that it was an app the J23 app that let that alerts me when certain sneakers are dropped or certain th- sneakers restock and things like that. They are the ones that alerted me to this 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 um the same way they alert me to sneakers like yo it's, um if you go on nike.com at 12:01 they're going to restock the Jordan of the the Jordan whatever's. You know what I mean? Or there's going to be a shock drop um or whatever. They alerted me to the PS5. Yeah. Right? Which was like, "What?" I'm like, "Who just I just clicked it real quick." And I'm like, "Who just even sent me this?" Um who even just tweeted this? And it was a sneaker site. And um, nevertheless, and I saw that the price was $400. And I'm like, it was it was two different parts of my brain went off. Number one, the, oh my God, it's only $400. And then the second part was, why do you, why is it only $400? In two, in two senses, like, I feel like they could have made it more expensive and people would have bought it in the same capacity. And number two, Damn, check. Are you really? Are you? Do you got money like that? That four hundred dollars is nothing to you, check. This is real rich boy talk but, over here. I need to start taking notes. Oh, no, but it's, shit this nigga. but right. it's like, <laughs> but no, it, like because I look at I look at PS fives like an invest. Like it's an come on. It's not just a. It's not just a video game system. It's a four K Blu Ray player. It's a streaming fucking. It's a streaming device. You can it's all an investment it, in your long term entertainment, yeah, and, man. Yeah, and on top of that. You're going to have that PS5. What do they come up with a new one? What? How many years? Yeah. Every fucking eight years, maybe? Yeah. Almost a decade? Yeah. So, like, you're going to have that for almost a decade? Yeah, $400 is not bad. Yeah. Is is cheap in comparison to how much people spend on their phones. People switch yeah. out their iPhones, their $1,000 iPhones, t- once every, like, two years. $1,000 clip. Or some people, once every year. So yeah. $400 for something you're going to have for seven years? Dog, that's not, that's nothing. Um right there, Rich Boy. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna tell us how many shares in Sony you own? Um, a marketing employee this past 15 minutes. I don't, I don't discuss <laughs> um, personal business on the podcast. No. Um, but secondly, the thing, the reason why I brought it up and how the whole sneaker site shit is the fact that they're selling the like they're they're treating PlayStations like sneakers. Pre-order, 
in resale. Yeah. They are reselling PlayStations. Yeah. Niggas are buying them yeah. to resell them. They are selling PlayStations on StockX. The game is gone. You mean to tell me, like I said, all the things that used to be, the reason why you couldn't get a PlayStation when you were younger, right? It's because you didn't have the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when Alec got his, I think it was a PlayStation 4. I think when you got your PS4 was on your birthday. Oh, yeah, it was a, you got it for your That's birthday. Sure. It was an event because, you know what I mean? I have that, I literally have that on camera. Um, you getting out your mom's trunk. Um, it used to be just like sneakers. It used to be because you didn't have the money. Now it ain't because you didn't have the money. It's because these fucking vultures, <laughs> these culture vultures, like, cause I, the same way I, I get, you know, my, my parting shot was about the sneakers app last week. Yeah. The same thing. And I'm not in video game culture. Alec, you are part of that culture. Sure. You know what I mean? And it's like, you didn't have it on your radar. You didn't have it on your full radar. You you weren't even expecting to get the PS5 immediately when it came out for many reasons. Mm. Probably because you knew that you were gonna have to wait, but mainly because you probably don't you 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 might subscribe to the people that are like, I don't want to get it immediately because you want them to work out the kinks and shit like yeah. that. And you and also you know, like you you just said about the frames per second, it's not gonna be as big. For some games it will be, but it's not gonna be that you get to hold on to your PS4 and your PC for a little bit while before you get the PS5. But imagine if you really wanted it. Imagine if you really fucking wanted it. Yeah. And back in the day, when you wanted that PS5 for your birthday, back when you, that PS4, when you were on your birthday, when you were legit like 13, 14 maybe, um, or, thir yeah, 13, 14, you had to turn to your mom and say, can you buy this for me? Do you have the money to buy this for me for Christmas? Not... Do you have the money to buy this shit resale, or do you, can you can you stay up all night to try and get it before the bots do, or do you have to like the gymnastics you have to go through just to get a PS5 that belongs to your fucking culture? Well, you have these motherfuckers buy, buying them shits, hoarding them to sell back to you, yeah. motherfuckers that don't even play video games probably. Yeah. That's the game. That's the game. I'm glad I aged out. <laughs> Yo, it's fucked up. It's completely fucked. Nah, I just go get my sneakers at finish line. Fuck all this. <laughs> I then nigga be a lame. No, um, but no, no, like it's 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 fucked up, man. And nah, like, that is fucked up though, for real, for real. That's crazy. How man, many Christmases down like that? Yeah, how many people's Christmas? That's number one on their Christmas list in 2020. The one thing that could bring a kid who's had to fucking stay at home. Imagine because it was fun to stay at home for the first month or so. Now they've been in the house for mad fucking long. <sighs> and the one thing that are on these kids' Christmas list, and on top of that, the thing that could get these parents to finally get their kids to shut the fuck up, <laughs> to shut the fuck up, is getting them this goddamn system, and they can't get it. They can't get it. Like it's Tickle Me Elmo or some shit. For real, for real. The whole point of the PS5 is it's expensive, and that's what's going to be the that's gonna be the wall, is it's expensive. Yeah. Not only do you have to get the PS5 for $400, you also have to get a second controller. Yeah. That's another, well, how much is it, 80 bucks? Probably around there, yeah. Like 80 bangers mm -hmm. for the next controller, and then you got to get games for this shit. Yeah. Games are getting more expensive, too. They're, Boom. they're in like the $70 range now. Dude. Dude, how many times you buy the you buy a game, nigga? That shit used to. When we buy games, games, 
grand, grand, games used to be $40. Yeah. $39.99. Yep. That's when I was coming up. Yep. 220s. And you was Gucci. Exactly. You're good. You're good. And they, you know what I mean? Um, and then, and then on top of that, you these, yeah, like they used to be $40. Now they're 60, they were $60 for PS4 brand new. Mm -hmm. And then, but you, but you don't want that. You want the deluxe edition. Mm -hmm. You want the deluxe edition. That'll run you about smooth $70, $75 for the deluxe. Now these PS5 games are probably going to be $75 just straight up. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so it's like you're spending a cool 400 $500, almost $600 just to get in the door. Just to get in the door. And these and these parents are ready to do it. But now they can't even do it. But on StockX, they run for $1,000, $1,200, $1,300. If you want it easy, if you want it early, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Fuck them. Fuck the resellers. Fuck the culture vultures. Because you know what's next? And I know the women listening to this podcast, and I know you do. I hope you understand. Fenty's next. Fenty is next. You bite your tongue. StockX is about to start selling makeup tongue. soon. Soon. You're going to have to pay re resale prices for makeup. So I, so I know when you talk about personal finances on the show and everything, but how much money are you making on your resale business, check? Because you know a lot about this, just saying. Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> no, I buy and flip to repurchase. <laughs> oh, you do to it for keep, the culture. Yeah, I'm a non-profit. You're a non-profit? I'm a non-profit. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And, I'm, and here's the thing. I'm of the culture. Mm. I'm of the culture. I don't buy things in bulk. And hoard them, yeah. multiple sizes. If I buy something, I buy it in my size. And if I don't like it when it comes, I sell it. And that's it. These niggas are, well, that's the wrong word because they are not N-words. <laughs> um, are out there buying up, buying up the stuff in bulk and hoarding it and selling it back. <laughs> if you catch my drift. Um... Yeah, so that's my little that's my little ramp. I should I might have saved that should have saved that shit for my parting shot, but there's my parting shot. I need to get better at this. Um We're all doing just fine. Yeah. Um But yeah, um you wanna stick to sports? We've been talking for an hour and seventeen minutes and we haven't even gotten into sports yet. Um this is we can make two episodes out of this shit. Oh. Um the warm up. The warm up it's not a warm-up. <laughs> um, so, the fucking NBA season... I need to stop swearing before everything. Um, <laughs> the NBA season is going to start on December 22nd, bro. Yeah. It'll be all right. What do y'all think about that? I think it's fine. I mean, I didn't really see too much about it. I saw Stephen A. talk a little bit about it, but he was saying how much money... The NBA potentially would end up losing. I think it's close to like a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. And I think there was an image that showed like the salary cut some players would be making or would be losing, I guess. And it was pretty dramatic. Yeah. Um, I know that I think LeBron and some other players weren't happy about this new season starting on December 22nd, but. Yeah, because Braun is paid. So it's like, fuck <laughs> these millionaires, man. Like, yeah, yeah. They can get their ass back on the court, but <laughs> but no, like as a fan though, like I'm 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 excited to get like right back at it. Yeah, especially how you know how the Celtics kind of went out and yeah. how it seems yeah. we're gonna be making some roster changes, mm -hmm. and obviously like I don't know if like KD is coming back. I, I think Clay is coming back. 
Staff. Um, staff. So it's like, yo, like everybody stop about Kyrie. this Warriors Revenge Tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be vicious. I don't know, but we'll see. But we'll see. We'll see. But um, but yeah, it's it, it is nice as a player. I'm sure it's pretty annoying, but um, as a fan, it's nice to kind of like get like right back into it. Like, all right, let's go. Like, yeah, yeah. round two in a way. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I, I'm I'm happy for it, but yeah. I'm a fan. So. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you 100%, 100%. Like, at first, there's, there's a player part, and I was like, my first initial thought was, damn, like, December 22nd? Like, dog, that's like, that's like next week. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? December, that, does, that doesn't even seem feasible. How the hell did they grab that, that date out of the air? You know, like, how are, they, how are these players going to be ready by then? They had no offseason. But then I realized, well, they did have a fucking, like, a four-month break. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? And then they played for two months. And then... Not all the teams played for two months. Not even all the teams went to the bubble. Mm. And then on top of that, um, on top of that, um, the of course the money that's going to be lost and this that and the third and but 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 the other part about it was that what had me against it was the logistics of the draft, free agency, training camp, summer league season. Yeah, that's usually the. The, the, the timeline, they're going to have to do that in one month. In one month, they're going to have to bust out all of these things. There's going to be no summer league. Pretty much the first two seasons, I feel like they're just going to treat like summer league. None of the vets are going to be playing if you played in the bubble. First or if two you were seasons, in, you mean first two months? Two months, yes. The first two months is going to be summer league. Like yeah. This is the time where you get your, you get your players acclimated, that you let your draft picks just run amok. Um, let them play heavy minutes the first month, all of that. Um, and then by February, by Martin Luther King Day, a month and a half after, two months, you know what I mean? Well, that would just be like a month month after. Martin Luther King Day or the week after. Um, that's when I feel like the real season will start because I don't think you're even going to see LeBron in the first month. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, I think I humbly disagree, sir. Mm -hmm. But no, I think what's going to happen is you're going to see that definitely see that with certain teams and players. Yeah, but not league wide. Mm -hmm. I think league wide, you're going to see you got again, you got a lot of NBA young boys out mm -hmm. there, and these motherfuckers is young. They'll talk about the JBs and Jason don't need that much time off to get out yeah. and get back that's, after that's, it. That is you honestly know? what I learned today. Yeah, like because I saw them. Cause you know you saw little rumblings of team yeah. of of the players like Pratt playing and shit mm -hmm. like that. We saw videos of John Wall playing with the Nets, but I was like, oh, John Wall was oh yeah, John Wall is coming back. Yeah. But John Wall came from came back from an injury. So did mm -hmm. Kyrie and KD. Mm -hmm. They came back. So I get them getting their running. Yeah. But then I'm on social media. I'm seeing no, yo Jalen is with Taco right now. Yeah. And with in with Javante Green. Yeah. And and now they're with 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 Tatum. Yeah. And like no, they're in a gym. Yeah. So it's like they yeah, go ahead. I'm they're sorry. Ready. But they're getting they're getting, they're getting ready. ready. Yeah. So in this league is the league is getting younger. Yeah. You know, we got a whole new draft class coming in as well. Yeah. The new face of the league is basically Zion Williams for now. Until LeBron's really gone, Williamson, but there, please put some respect on his name before he snap your my neck. Apologies. He he's he's in the prog in, in 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 the process of becoming the new face of the league. And he's what, twenty? 20. I think you he's know, like 19. 19? Yeah, I think he's 19. 19? Yeah. You know, so it's like, come on. Like, the, the league's, the league's going to be fine. If you're a team who wants to take, who has to play it that way, like, hey, we got all the players. We're trying to take it easy the first month or two. Okay, cool. But come end, the end of the season, when it comes to standings, when the Nuggets been going full throttle all year, yeah. you know, the Celtics have been going full throttle all year. The Heat, they're ready to go right now. Giannis is ready to go yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. You know? 
Yeah. Like, you think Russell Westbrook's going to need? No, 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 no. These guys are going to be fine. They're going to come back, and they're going to be, it's going to be rip, ripping and roaring, man, straight up. Yeah, and, and, and like, ripping I agree. And yeah, that's I understand. terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, like um, Alex said, as a fan, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. Like, you mean to tell me Christmas time yeah. is going to, um, yeah, you think, yeah, you mean to tell me Christmas time is going to, um, by Christmas we're going to have the Celtics back? I'm amp. I'm super amp. Do you guys think, where do you think this season is going to happen or where should it happen? Coronavirus cases are going up everywhere. I think you should have four regional bubbles. A Northeast bub- a bubble, uh, uh, yeah, northeast bubble, uh, south south bubble, uh, yeah, southern bubble, uh, west coast bubble. Yeah, four corners of the U.S. Man, straight up. Yeah. Have the have one bubble in California, one bubble Calif- one bubble in Florida, one bubble in New York. Uh, oh hell no! Well, yeah, not New York. New York's, New York's <laughs> atrocious, right? Uh, one bubble. It doesn't even have to no, be states. Fun- so we can have a bubble in Hawaii. Yeah, the fun- you know, wherever. Nah, but I mean, yeah, because think about it will be travel. Of, yeah, the thing about it is like. Even with it, like it goes crazy, you can't have one in New York. That is crazy because there's nothing in New York, no structure you could use. Yeah. Right. But even if you have like two bubbles going in in California, one in Texas, and then two more in Florida, you got five of them going, and the teams just play intermingly in uh, different stages of the season. Yeah. I just think that the idea of having teams fly back and forth is just. Yeah. yeah. I think I think so too. I think I agree. I think it should be four bubbles, and. You will you will cross out of your bubble, yeah. but there's gonna be hella protocol. Yeah. Of course, you yeah. get on the plane, you get yeah. it's private. I mean, we only use a couple planes, yeah. and we clean them. All this other shit, and you're gonna go into this bubble to play the play the Mavericks and yeah. and Boston play the Mavericks and this out and third. And it's like, um, I think that that's the way they should do it. I think that I think probably East Coast bubble, the Northeast bubble should probably be in Connecticut, like where like the Connecticut Sun yeah. played in Mohegan. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. perfect. Yeah, because that one is still more secluded from people yeah. than it would be in New York New York or Boston what, or New Jersey they did it or like, Brooklyn. Well, like, Alec, you know how, like, in baseball they do it, like, with, in a, with a series, right? Mm. What would you think if they did it, like, like a series? Mm. Like, this season is where, okay, you're going to see the Celtics play the Knicks for three straight Four days games, in a row. Or four games mm. in a row. Mm. You know? So, we're going to, because they're going to play it four times this season, but we're just going to do all back-to-back now. Just get them, all, get them all out of the way. And then they can make it so that hey, if you win a series, that I don't know, it affects the playoffs and stuff like that. Hmm. It's an idea. It's a good idea. Like anything, anything is really up in the air. Hmm. Like no idea is a bad idea because we, no matter what, the main thing is is about making sure no one is contracting anything. Yeah. So it's like I w- I would be I honestly would be a thousand percent fine if they all went back into the bubble. Yeah. I'd be a thousand percent fine, but I'm not a but player. They, but they won't be a thousand percent. Yeah, I'm not a player. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, th- like for as a fan, I don't like. I don't care if there's fans there. I don't care if they're playing in the garden. I don't give a fuck with it. Like as a fan, I don't care. I just want to see the games. Mm-hmm. But as the Damn, players, Jake, like fuck these niggas up. Fuck these no, niggas. I said as a fan. As a fan. <laughs> I as know. A fan. I know. As a fan. Yeah. Fuck these players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Nah, the, but, but the still that's the fanatic is. We like we yeah. need our entertainment. Yeah. What, the, what we got to do to make it comfortable? Yeah, for like no, yeah. As a fa- as a fan, I'm only thinking about my view, my view. Yeah, yeah and yeah. my view is I don't need it to be 
in the garden. I don't need it to be on our home floor. I don't need home and away. I don't mm. need none of that shit. Especially after what you guys showed us yeah. in this bubble that no, it didn't fucking matter. These yeah. these teams are coming to fucking play. You mean to tell me that game, that series, all those playoff series were played in a bubble? There was no fans? Mm. These dudes played hard. Yeah. And they fucking, you know what I mean? Um, so it doesn't matter to me. But as a human being, no, that shit can't work. That that cannot work. For a full season, that cannot work. 72 games that in playoffs, that cannot work. 100 games, that cannot work. Yeah, I think they're going to have to chop the season up into like two to four different segments. A two-month bubble, two-week break, come back with another two weeks. I mean... You brought up Russ. You're like, bro, you said Russ is going to be fine, but where is Russ going to be? Because Russ wants to, wants out of Houston. So he won't be in Houston, that's for damn sure. Yeah, he won't be in Houston. Where do y'all think Russ will land? Milwaukee or the Knicks? Mm. Yeah, probably them or like um, the Hornets maybe, Charlotte, mm-hmm. or um, or the Clippers maybe I've been hearing a little yeah. bit. But, but that, yeah, I heard that. I heard that too. I feel like the Clippers... It's definitely somewhere he'd. I feel like he'd want to be, but the Clippers would have to give up everything. They'd have to give up um, Williams, Beverly, Paul George. Nah, they wouldn't have to give up him. But they would have to give up William, um, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Zubac, and they wouldn't be able to sign, re-sign um, Montrez. Montrez, because he has a Russell has a hefty contract. Yeah. So, as I said, I don't think he goes to any teams that need to necessarily trade players for him. Teams, teams that are just going to give up picks because you know, they're going to be taking on such a big contract. I mean, him and Chris Paul are going to have the biggest contracts after next season, right? Actually, no. There's contracts in the biggest Steph's. Steph's, Steph's 40 mil. Steph's getting 90 Steph, million a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They give, he's taking a piece of that franchise fucking year by year. Um, he, got, he got stock options. Um, Crazy. Yeah, I I don't know. I I honestly have no. I'm so puzzled. Not in a sense I didn't expect it. I just don't know where he's gonna land. I the, the, my 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 conscience instantly says Knicks, instantly because Knicks just have the cap yeah. room. Knicks want star power. Da da da. But but at the same time, well, Russ doesn't. And the thing is, Russ doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. That's the thing. It's like it's not like he's running into the last years of his contract and shit like that, and he he could leverage that or or in a sense of oh, I'm not going to resign here if you trade me there. They don't give a fuck. It's just like it's just like Blake Griffin. You think Blake Griffin wants to be playing for the Detroit Pistons? He was devastated. You mean to tell me I spent seven, seven, eight years in fucking Sunny kind of California, then you ship me off to Detroit? You know, like he wants, like come on, he's been a good sport about it, but. When's the last time you even heard the word, the name Blake Griffin? You know, because he's got sent to the night's watch. Like, no one cares about <laughs> what Detroit is doing. You know, so like. I won't trade Gordon there, but I won't trade Gordon to Detroit. Yeah, that's. I'll that's, keep Gordon then if we have to. If it's, if it's trade Gordon to Detroit or keep him, I'll keep Gordon. <laughs> I won't do him dirty like that. I won't do anybody dirty like that. Trade to Detroit, my nigga? That's fucked up. That's a statement. That's a statement. Um. The night's watch. And do you think that, <laughs> do you think that, like, with with Gordon gone, now, not Gordon, with Russ, what, are, what, are, what is Houston doing now? Does Houston trade Harden? Absolutely. If you're Harden, Harden do too. you want to stay? Houston's blowing it up. I think James said he wants to stay, right? Yeah, he said he wants to stay. He's not going to stay. But what do, if you're Houston, what do you do? If you're Houston, I'm training James Harden. 
Where? I don't. I same teams, Bucks, Knicks, but I think it's more likely going to end up being Philly. I think him with his relationship with Maury and the new and and forming a relationship with Doc Rivers will be good. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did Doc interview for the Houston job? No, he didn't interview for the Houston job. Okay. No, I think I think Philly was the only one that he he went to, and that think that's what he wanted, and he got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, well, but then again, though, it all depends on what type of system Maury and Doc Rivers put in place. Though, are they going to want to rebuild what Maury had going in Houston in Philly? Then yeah, then you definitely trade for someone like um, like James Harden. But if you're not, you want to build more about Joel. Want to build more around Joel Embiid, then you keep Embiid and you build around him accordingly. Embiid and Harden can't play together though. So you think they, so? I don't think they can play play together because James that system that they have James running. I think they want to they want to treat create a system like him the same way they create a system around like Steve Nash when he was their point guard scorer slash. Yeah, but everything. you don't think that was more D'Antoni than Maury? I think it was a, a healthy combination of both. I think it was a healthy combination of both. But but also but also that would mean that Maury's what Maury play style that he wants the team is usurps what Doc Rivers wants to do. Philly's a mess. I know. Philly's a mess because don't don't forget they hired Doc before they hired Maury. Yeah, yeah. And to me, that's always a sign that your system isn't is not destined for greatness. Yeah, I you, think that you make operational moves in that order. Yeah, because I think with Maury, I think. He, I don't think when I think of because you got to remember, D- James Harden was James Harden before D'Antoni got there. Yeah, all James, all D'Antoni did was turn him into more ball dominant and more of the distributor. Yeah, you know, like you did the, with Steve Nash. Yeah, like you did with Steve Nash. I, I think James Harden can easily pivot back away from that. Yeah, you know. It, but the but the thing that the that the Sixers need is an actual point guard because in order to get James Harden, they have to trade away Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. or Joel Embiid. Yeah, I, I um, yeah, I think you yeah I think you 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 got to keep Embiid, and you trade away Simmons, and you need you need a point guard in Philly. You need to you need to I don't know maybe maybe you make the trade for Chris Paul. Who knows? You know what I mean? You go for. I would it. love to see that Chris Paul Chris Paul and Harden again. But you lose us together again. <laughs> I but, can't wait to see where Chris Paul ends up to. But I cannot but they can't wait to see the team that invests in that that joke again, dog. I heard, I heard, I heard um, Phoenix. I heard that too. Yeah, I heard Phoenix. Phoenix has been sending feelers out. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah, because that's a that's an excellent organization. Hope he ends I, up there. I'd just be super excited because that means that once again, that means that it's even further away for for Chris Paul to ever win a championship. So <laughs> I just was very excited. Yeah, there's at only the, there's at only the prospect. Two. There's only two teams that I feel like Chris Paul could go to and he'll have a real shot to win a championship, and they're both in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, it's Milwaukee. And the Heat. And the Heat, yeah. Any other team? Nah, don't even bother. Trade, yo, can you imagine? Trade Eric Bledsoe's ass right back to fucking Phoenix mm. when his ass is on that I, want, I don't want to be here mm. shit. Mm. Trade his ass right back to Phoenix. Um, really, Phoenix wouldn't stand for it, though. No, It'll be great to see. But once we once we trade Gordon and we move past there, then we can get back to the Celtics winning chips for real. Yeah. But that's why I'm waiting on all these other moves. It's gonna be interesting to see. But I feel like the NBA is always more hype. And then when they when the day actually comes, it's so underwhelming. Like there aren't ever really big, big trades like that. Last summer was crazy. Last summer was an anomaly, right? Because it wasn't even so much trades. It was just that you had so many free agents 
and a combination of so many final year players. So you could do a lot of that. This this upcoming season, I mean, there's a lot of talk, but I'm interested to see it. Yeah. I, like, is it because if it, it isn't gonna be like, it's not gonna be one or two things. Are there gonna be one one or two teams that blow it up, or we see whole divisions blow up their rosters and everything? What were you just saying? Oh, I can't wait for the Celtics to officially trade Gordon Haywood so we can see what type of team we're gonna have next year. Yeah, like, have you? What do you think about the the Miles Turner rumors? The Indiana straight up the Miles Turner rumors, or like the or the Drew Holiday? Have you heard the Malik? Uh, I heard some about Drew Holiday, but gotcha. That's it. Yeah, and the Miles Turner trade. How do you guys feel about that? The prospects of that? It makes sense. The teams involved, the players involved. The most important part, of course, being the teams involved in terms of how we view those teams and the type of future they're trying to build and put together. You have you have Indiana, who has it in their mind that they can actually compete and win a championship if they make a couple of moves. I don't necessarily understand how this trade would help them by picking up Gordon Haywood and trading us Victor Oladipo if that ends up being the case. Oh no, it's not. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It's um. Uh, Miles Turner. Yeah, it would be the Miles Turner. Yeah. So we. Well, would- I mean, yeah, people have thrown the Victor Oladipo things, but that was like months ago. But mm-hmm. the but the yeah the most recent stuff is the Drew Holiday mainly. And then the in in the Miles Turner, mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, that's thing. Ultimately, I wouldn't necessarily see how Gordon Haywood on the swapping Gordon Haywood for anyone on the Pacers would necessarily help the Pacers, but definitely see how swapping him for a player on the Pelicans would definitely help the Pelicans. Because if Gordon Haywood is healthy, he could definitely help out somebody like Zion, being a, a point forward who can handle the ball, take good, good responsibility, running a team and stuff like that. Versus the Pacers, who that dynamic of Oladipo and Brogdon, I think, is just great in terms of their ball handling and people with those type of responsibilities on their team. Well, but Oladipo the wants I'm out. Not a GM. So Oladipo wants out, What's and up? he only has a one year left on his deal. Mm-hmm. So that's why people feel like Oladipo is out of the door. He is. Yeah. He don't have one feet. He has two feet out of the door. Yeah. And like the the, the main the main trend is that riff with him and the management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the athletic manager anyways like yeah. the team trainers and everything the, like that yeah the that whole injury right the whole like I guess this, the story came out recently about like about um about him saying like him going up I guess I guess on the court last year literally him going up to other teams and be like yo can I play with y'all yeah can I put like oh shit and it's like come on Vic you can't be yeah that's disrespectful yeah, you can't do that man you can't you can't you can't do that like that's nuts. Um, oh, I didn't hear that. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, yeah, so I'm just, I understand why things are just sour with him in Indiana. And I think Victor Oladipo needs his opportunity to, like, decide where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to have that this year because they're going to dump that con- that contract somewhere. But next year. But um, I guess the, the, main tr- the main trade scenario that was put forth was about how Gordon Hay a three-team trade between the Celtics, Pelicans, and Celtics, Pelicans, and the in in the Pacers, um, where the Celtics are going to send like almost all of our first-round picks, three of them, three of our first-round picks to New Orleans, New, um, and then New Orleans gets our picks. And Miles Turner from the Pacers, and then of course the Celtics get Drew Holiday, and we send we send um, Gordon Hayward to Indiana. 
So really, it's it's the Pacers are losing Miles Turner, gaining gaining um, gaining um, um, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. The Pelicans are getting draft picks in Miles Turner. We're getting Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. and I think there's a sweetener for the Pelican for the Pacers. I think I think because we have the Celtics have three first round picks. I think one of those first round picks we're sending to the Pacers, mm-hmm. and I think a player, um, probably Vincent Poirier or some shit like that. Get him up out of here, um, and that's the main trade scenario, the three team trade, um, or just the direct, the direct trade with with New Orleans, sending Gordon Hayward and a pick to New Orleans for Drew Holiday. Either way, this lands the the the, the, the I said the Patriots, the Celtics over the luxury cap. Either way. But with the new with the new um, salary cap, so Celtics got money and they ain't afraid to spend it. They ain't Good. afraid to spend it. But with the new salary cap that they did that they decided on on this season, um, the luxury tax threshold was higher, so it's like we wouldn't get hit as hard on the luxury tax as we would have any other year. Mm. So, I, I say, man, we I say pull the trigger whether it's on the direct trade with the Pelicans or the three-team trade, and we just try to get Drew Holiday and J.J. Redick out of that shit somehow. Somehow, some way. And whether it's because we have a lot of picks, we have a lot of first, we have three first-round picks, and we have Gordon Hayward in an expiring contract. That's enticing. That's enticing for any team to take to want to really send feelers out. Like, okay, what are y'all looking at? Um, and a young team like the Pelicans, they need more picks. Um, they can always use more first-round picks, and they're rebuilding this team, and they get rid of 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 um, Drew Holiday's contract for an expiring, and J.J. Redick only has one year left on his deal. He signed a two-year deal last year. Mm-hmm. So you send him off to a contender, which I'm glad, which he'll be glad to go to. It's it's kind of wild that J.J. Redick hasn't played for the Celtics yet. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm I, I'd be happy with it, man. I, I'm. Like these are some actually real, real trade scenarios that are coming through, and um, that I'm actually happy with. That it's not like some bullshit trade scenario, like, like, like it's part of my my parting shot. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, any other thoughts on the trade? Yeah. Trey Gordon. Let's move on. That's my only thoughts. Hope you done a little soliloquy, man. And I enjoyed it. Is that your parting shot? Yes, that's my parting shot. Trey Gordon, make Boston great again. <laughs> and let me know why I can wear my rock my MAGA. Yeah, I'm going to rock the my MAGA hat. Right. I'm, I wasn't really asking y'all. I was just letting y'all okay. know. <laughs> All right. when, one of, when one of them young boys press you, don't go to, don't go to your phone. Don't go to your phone. Don't start recording. No, this is what you wanted. This is what you was looking for. And you got it. Press ratio, 11 out of 10. Yeah, 11 out of 10. Press ratio is death. Um, um, yeah, my parting shot is 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 about a trade scenario that fucking, it was just dumb shit, like uh-huh. Channing Fry, because they were he, on the podcast with C.J. McCollum, and they were he was like, oh, the Celtics should use someone like C.J. McCollum, and the Celtics should, um, and he was like, oh, for the Celtics to land C.J. McCollum, they're going to have to trade Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart to the to the, to the to the Blazers. You see how your head just perked out? <laughs> you see how your head just perked out? If that wasn't the dumbest fucking trade scenario I've ever heard in my motherfucking life, and here's the thing, I want to know, I want to know, 
legitimately, and I mean this genuinely, is Channing Fry on crack cocaine? <laughs> like, I'm really concerned for him to really, like, say that shit out loud. <laughs> I'm going to trade a first for a NBA, all defense, first team, 26-year-old, 27-year-old, in a fucking all-star, a 23-year-old all-star for a 30-year-old C.J. McCollum, a nigga who needed a backyotomy by the end of the fucking season. We don't even know how he played in the bubble. He must have been getting all types of shots. What? Crazy. What? <laughs> That's my parting shot. Channing Fry shouldn't be able to talk about sports. Until we joy test him for crack. Uh, yes, until we joy test him. Until he passes pass COVID protocol and fucking crack cocaine pro- protocol. And that's my parting shot. This is episode 20. Um, thank you for listening. Um, and hopefully this week is better than the last. Thank you. Peace.